Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Club. This is the place everyday real estate investors gather to share their best stories, biggest insights, and favorite tactics to grow a portfolio of cash-flowing properties in today's market. Here's your host, Gabe Peterson. All right, we are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have the wolf of Youngstown himself, Nathan Bibb. Nathan is the founder of Hometown Fixer Upper out there in Ohio. They do residential flips, and I've been following Nathan on uh, social media for a while. I, I love the stories and the stuff he posts, so I'm super excited to have him here. I'm sure he has a lot of good stories. So Nathan, thanks a lot. Thanks for hopping on the show. Let's go, man. Let's do it. I uh, told you before we got on here. We like stories. We like to start with them. Um, so I'm sure you got a good one. Why don't you take us to the beginning? Uh, how did you get started in real estate in the first place? Uh, so I uh, married a girl from Northeast Ohio. I moved here from San Diego back in like 2014. And just the short story is I, I was not in real estate. I was in cell phones. We used to buy quantities of cell phones and ship them over to Shenzhen, Shenzhen China. You flip um, cell phones. So, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was my cash for phones became cash for houses. <laughs> um, I came to, I came to this town, Youngstown and I, I saw empty houses and I was like, why are these houses empty? Why didn't anybody want them? And then somebody's like, oh, you can buy that house for like 5,000 bucks. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you Done. mean? And Let's do it. I'm not from a place where this is possible. So it just, <laughs> it just created card. all these, it just, yeah, no, yeah, for real. It just created all these questions. And so I just read a bunch of books on real estate. Like I started like listening to bigger pockets podcast. It's, it's jokingly where I say, I got my associates in real estate with like the bigger pockets podcast. And um, <laughs> it just, it's where I learned what to look into deeper. So I would just, I would hear about this thing. I would hear about rent to own. I would hear about, you know, seller wraps or whatever. And I would go buy a book about it and I would buy some book or some $800, $999 guru program. And I would learn about it. Uh, but then I started going to the local RIA and I uh, actually, I was driving around one day and I saw a We Buy Houses trailer and I just walked down the driveway and I'm like, Hey man, what's that all about? And that ended up, I ended up building a property management company with that guy. Um, oh, wow. And we ended up selling that because property management is a terrible soul sucking oh, yeah. business, but that's, that was, that was my first partnership. And I moved away from that. And then my wife and I years later started hometown fixer upper and we've been rock and roll this for like four years. And so that's the uh, elevator pitch of eight years in, in the biz. Man, I love it. And that's, uh, yeah, I bet coming from San Diego into Ohio and seeing those like $5,000 price tags, you're just like, what the hell is going on here? San Diego with your, your $1 million for, for half of a door over there. Yeah. Now, I, full <laughs> disclosure, I'm not from California. I grew up in Tennessee, so I did migrate out west after college. But still, gotcha. the, you know, the middle Tennessee, Nashville area where I'm from is, is also not like that. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego is definitely its own, its own beast. Um, property management though, that it had to have been a really good, you know, I know it's a, it's a hard business to run. It's a hard business to build, but it had to have been a good, um, you know, foundation for you to kind of go from there. Cause you had all the, the information about how to manage properties, how, what to look for, what, how, you know, the, the shitty areas in the, in the city that you don't want to be buying properties. I was so poor when I ran that company that I was trying to make ends meet by being the guy who plunged toilets with like for $30 an hour. Like I, I made so little money doing that. Um, <laughs> but what it did is it taught me, it taught me the business. It taught me construction. It taught me how to find contacts, how to, how to talk to contractors. And I, I spent three years learning exactly 
what not to do, basically. Yeah. You oh, so you ran that for three years, the property management company. Yeah. And then I went to Tim Bratz's event. I went to a Tim Bratz event years ago before he had his whole, you know, big education program. And he's he had just he just looked at me. I told him my story and he goes, Nathan, you look like you seem like a smart guy, but your company sucks. You need to sell it. And I'm like, what? And then I did, and it was the best decision of my life. Yeah, it's uh it's great how you always have, you know, I have those those same people in my life who just kind of come out of nowhere and they give you the best advice. You you act on it and you're like, holy shit, my life has completely changed at this point. Tiny adjustments make all the difference in the world. It's like yep. a golf swing. Absolutely. Um, but you so you didn't stay with property management. Obviously, you guys are doing uh you're doing residential flips. Do you do buy and holds right now too? We do so we do everything. Some of my mentors would say that you need to focus on one thing. But now, I mean, we do we do wholesales on occupied rentals because I don't want to keep these twenty five, fifty, forty thousand dollars houses. It's not my cup of tea. We wholesale those off. Uh, we buy and hold anything from one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars that we can burr out. Um, we flip things if it doesn't really fit the burr model, and otherwise, we do retail listings. So I've got like a thirteen year, you know, high performing realtor who who handles acquisitions for me. And any, and we just kind of kick deals back and forth. So if it doesn't fit in any of my extra strategies and they just want too much and it's a retail sale, I'm just like, Hey, I'm happy to refer my realtor to you. So we're truly a one-stop shop when it comes for to selling real estate. Yep. And I love hearing, um, you know, you people who built up their pipeline to where they can take advantage of every deal that comes through it, because, you know, we see it, I'm on the commercial side and I, I see it even over here where it might not make sense for a wholesale. It might not make sense for buy and hold, but you can always refer it to to a realtor. And having all of those, um, you know, those those tools in your tool belt allow you to really capitalize on every lead that comes in the pipeline. Um, and so you you do referrals to realtors, you do wholesales, you do buy and holds, um, you do flips. That those are all for residential. Do you are you on the commercial side as well, or? Uh, no, not at all, man. I mean. I'm about to buy a commercial piece of real estate where my office is, but that'll be my first commercial thing ever. I've, I've done I've done three or four 12 unit deals. I've done a 16 unit apartment deals, just residential apartments, but nothing commercial at all. One of my mentors is like, Nathan, you need to get in a commercial triple net lease, but yeah. I'm good at what I'm at. I'm good at yeah. what I'm good at, and I'm just hanging here for now. I it's once you once you find you know something that works, I say just stick with it. If you don't want to, what's what's the phrase? You don't want to reinvent the wheel or something like that. So. That's probably doesn't apply here, but whatever the phrase is, you've already figured out, you've already got your business uh, up and running. And so there's no, no sense in uh, completely changing everything. Yeah. We're running um, our niche in our market for sure. I mean, for within 50 miles, nobody, nobody does it better than we do. Yep. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about capital, raising capital, because I know you guys, you guys, you know, do a lot of deals and that takes a lot of capital. Um, and I'm sure you guys don't have, you're not using your own money on all that stuff. So not a dime to be honest with you. There we go. That's what I love to hear. So why don't you t- take us uh, to that to that aspect of your business? Tell us um, how do you do capital raises? How do you structure them? How do you find the people? Um, you know, how do you guys look at capital? So it starts with it starts with a, a loud presence on social media. And I've raised almost I think every dollar that I've raised came from social media, and it's because I first off lead with education. I try to tell people be like, hey, you know, I, I did a post a few months ago um, that was just talking about hey, if you been trying to figure out what to do with this rising real estate market. You want to capitalize on on the equity gain in your property, but you don't want to sell your house because then you got to find another house. What can you do? So I was teaching people about like, you know, hey, if you got $200,000 in equity, 
go get a home equity line of credit and then find a good operator like myself that you know could potentially put the, put that to work on real estate deals. And I pay I pay a lot for money. I'm, I'm, I've been used to paying twelve percent and three points for years, and so that's what I pay my private lenders. It's but the thing is, is like I don't deal with four hundred five hundred thousand dollar deals. My deals are fifty thousand, seventy thousand, you know, one hundred and ten thousand. So that money isn't really doesn't really cost that much. That, those numbers sound super sexy, but when you're talking about trying to nickel and dime somebody down to seven and two versus twelve and three, it's fifteen hundred bucks at the end of the day for me. So who cares? Right. The deal's there, so I can pay those high numbers for that. And I just educate people and I show them how to use it in their retirement accounts and I show them how they're going to be in a first position mortgage on a piece of real estate that they're in an eighty percent you know, loan to value or less position on. And I just show them how it's safe. And when you lead with education, when you've been loud and people see you as a top quality, honest operator in your market, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. Yep. Yep. Education is, uh, I mean, being able to sell just through education, I feel like is the, it's the best way to go about selling because you're, then you're not selling. You're just uh, letting people know what their options are. Um, the hard part that I found, at least for me, the, the podcast obviously helps a bunch because I have this content uh, just there for me. But for people who don't have you know, a, a, a pre-made um, channel like a podcast and they want to get into the social media side, I, what is the advice that you would give to them to really ramp up their social media game to really start to get that exposure to, um, so people can start bringing money to them and getting more deals done? Stories. Stories, stories. Like it's the simplest thing to take a six, anywhere from a 15 second to a 60 second video about what you got going on. What deal are you walking? What do the numbers look like? What are you doing when you walk in the office? What does your office decor look like? Is it cool or are you broke or you don't have an office? Or are you doing it in your house? Just tell your story and let people watch your journey because when you do this for years, they're like, like I was broke a few years ago. I, I, I think 2018, I filed $7,000 on my taxes or something. It was disgusting. <laughs> Me so too, I, man. Come, I was right there with I you. I come yeah. from nothing, bro. Nothing. <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about it now, but when people see that grind, that struggle, that hustle, and you just continue on and you're still loud and you're showing people every day and you're honest and you're open about what you do, they love that. That It's attractive and people are drawn to it and they want to be a part of it. Guess what? There is a way to be a part of it. And if they trust you and they've seen your process and your growth, that's why I'm, that's why I'm big on the 75 hard stuff. I didn't mean to wear the shirt, by the way. I was just wearing it today. Um, that's why I'm big on personal development, exercise, you know, mind and body every day, all of those things, because it's all things that people want. So when you do the effing work and people see that they want it and if if it takes money to be a part of it, they'll give it to you. I love it. And I I've heard of 75 hard. I don't know what it is though. What is that thing? All right, quick. It's just, uh, 75 days of two 45 minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. I did it once in Ohio in January. Two a day. Shit. Okay. Two a days. And they can't be back to back. They have to be at different times of the day. So it's going to disrupt your schedule. Uh, you have to read, you have to drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a book um, and follow a, a, a strict diet plan, no alcohol and take a progress picture every, every day. And if you miss one drop of water, one progress picture, one page of a book, you eat one cookie, you start it from the finish or from the start. It took me six months to get it done the first time because I failed three times. Uh, my buddy Christian Coburn down in Atlanta, he failed on day 69 or something because he forgot his progress picture. <laughs> oh, that's like that's, that's honesty, <laughs> but that's holding yourself accountable. 
Yeah. No, I love Changed those things. Not just because obviously you get good results um, physically, but also because it does do the mental side of things. Like if you are holding yourself accountable to small things, like taking a picture every day, doing two workouts a day, um, that really grinds, you know, it, it sharpens your mind to the point where you see that spilling over in, into your business, which I'm sure you've seen yourself. It's pure discipline. Yep. I love it. I love it. Love it. All right. Moving on. Um, talked about capital raises. Let's talk about the economy and what you see going on into the future. I know before we got on this podcast, you, uh, you mentioned you're, you know, ripping and roaring ready for the downturn. Um, so what is, what do you see coming, coming down the pipeline? What do you see, uh, for the future and what, what's your guys' plan to, to take advantage of that? Ball. <laughs> He's looking um, up for crystal ball right now. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, obviously we don't have crystal ball. We don't know what's happening, but we're preparing for a change. I'm preparing for those higher, those higher dollar price point flips for that, for that market of buyers to really dry up. You know, I, I'm hearing about 10% interest rates coming down the pipe before the wow. end of the year. I'm, I'm hearing those things which, you know, what the, if you don't understand the correlation between, um, you know, pre buyers, pre-approval and interest rates, let's just say for every, you know, one or 2%, it's going to go down a significant amount of money. So when you're selling a $600,000 house and there were people, you know, you had 25 offers on it. Well, guess what? When that interest rate goes to six to 10%, you're going to cut that way down because those $600,000, you know, pre-approved buyers, they're now at 300. They're, you know, you take that 5% and you go to 10, you cut their buying power in half. So be careful on those high-end flips. If if your, if your extra strategy is is a high-end flip, be careful of those price points. Um, I'm actually in my market because our average piece of property is between, you know, 70,000 to 150,000. Um, that's gone up over the years, uh, you know, over the Still past really few low, years, though. super low, like yeah. some of the top five, 10 lowest price points in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's Ohio. It is what it is, Yeah. but I want to stay, I want to stay in that in that area that has high sellability still. It's still a seller's market. It, there's still low inventory. I want to stay in those places that still has a large pool of buyers. So I want to stay out of luxury real estate. I want to stay out of, you know, vacation real estate, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think travel is going to travel is going to go down. Gas is up. Uh, that means for gas for traveling, gas for airplanes, all of those costs are up. So, I mean, the Airbnb space, I think you're going to get hit a little bit hard on that. Um, but I'm just, but what, this is straight out of Tim Ross's playbook, man. What is never going to go away is decent condition, B-class residential real estate. There will always yep. be a demand for that. Yep. I love it. Um, oh. And yeah, speaking of uh, the, the airplane thing just got caught in my mind. I, uh, I went on a due diligence trip in Indiana yes, or, uh, a couple weeks ago. And usually the tri- a flight to Indiana, um, I don't know, it was like 200, 200, 300 bucks from Seattle. I think I paid 700 bucks to get over there. I was like, what the Whoa. hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bought it a little late, so it's partially my fault. But still, though, man, still, that's just the gas. It's just crazy. All right. Well, that wraps it up. I just took a uh, peek at the clock. Um, we have gone through our time. So we got one last section, and that is the quick question round. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, starts with books or any form of education. I'm a big bookie, so give me two recommendations: um, one for general life wisdom, and one one for real estate or business uh, specific. Are you a big bookie? Without even going to my bookshelf, here's my here's the edge of my desk. Uh, <laughs> go. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about what's at the top of my about the top of mine. And it might be backwards, but it's the way yeah, of the wolf. Okay. Jordan. Oh, Jordan Belfort. All right. This book is sick. Like 
we we are we all we're all in sales in real estate. I mean, we're all in sales in life. Right. But this book and his straight line selling system is absolute fire. It like I just came back from a uh, Tiffany High and Josh High event. They're absolute beasts in the real estate space down in Columbus. They're flipping like thirty to fifty deals a month. Um, they're killing it in the space. So we're implementing a lot of their systems right now. And Josh, thirty to fifty a book. month. You said that is Dude, crazy volume. Jesus Christ killing it. So, I mean, we do like five to seven, you know, something like that. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, but we're trying like, I'm about to open up a new market in Tennessee. So we're going to, I'm trying to get my market to 10 and then Tennessee to 10. So I'm trying to hit about 20 a month by like the end of next year. Yeah, anyway, back crazy, to books. Man. That book is absolute fire. Um, non-real estate book, man, I'm going to drop Rick Warren, the purpose driven life. Like, right. uh, you know, my, I, I I'm, I'm a member of my church. I'm, I'm as active as I have time to be, um, you know, believer in Jesus Christ and all those things. And that is a book that made a huge difference for me, the purpose driven life. It just helps, you know, you get your spiritual side centered with what you really want to do with your life, where you want to go, what you want to do for your family, what you want to do in your community and just get your goals for being a great dude. Dialed in. I love it. Anything about aligning intentions. I'm all behind. All right. And that takes us to the next question. This one is for your younger self. So if you go back to that, that Nathan who was broke as can be, he had $2 to his name, go back to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. I would probably just point myself in the right direction faster. Tell Mm -hmm. myself people that I need to stay away from and tell Mm -hmm. myself people that I need to spend more time with. Like, don't be afraid to have that conversation with that dude who is already where you want to go. Um, just identify and develop key relationships. I love it, man. Relationships are everything, especially in real estate. In real estate, I can't say especially because every business is it's all it's all relationships. But um, I do feel like real estate specifically is very uh, is very relationship heavy. So love that. Um, that moves us to the next question, and I just lost my spot. There we are. United States, it's a big place. Lot of opportunity to invest out there. A lot of square miles. So. What is a metro that you are most excited about that is not your backyard? Okay, that brings me to the next upcoming month. So I'm actually about to move to Tennessee oh, uh, for a few right months. On. Yeah, so I'm going to buy, not buy, I'm going to rent just an Airbnb or something down there. Uh, it's it's middle Tennessee. It's the town I went to college in, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So I'm going to be moving down to that market. It's significantly more competitive than mine is now. It's about 30 minutes south of Nashville. Um, I love Nashville. I may eventually... I may eventually bleed into Nashville, but that market is just hyper competitive. Uh, But we are very good at what we do. And I have full confidence that when we get down to Tennessee, we are going to hit the ground running and just spread like wildfire. So I'm going to, I'm going to move down there for a couple months, hang out with a bunch of old friends, have a real good time. But during that time, I'm going to be meeting with all these people that I met on social media, you know, realtors, investors, flippers, title companies, attorneys contractors, like talking, taking meetings with all my successful real estate friends down there and just figuring out guys, what can we do together? Here's what I'm doing. I'm coming. How do we win together? There you go, you guys. If you're, if you're looking to open a market, that is the way to do it. So take notes. Um, and Nashville, man, I love, love that market. That's uh, I mean, it is competitive, but just the city itself. I, the first time I went down there was, I think it was last year. And I just had a, had a blast. I really like the, the vibe in that city. It's ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Plus, my right. buddy just bought a six thousand square foot lake house right on the lake at right outside Nashville. It's actually where I got this hat a few weeks ago, Kill and it. so I get to spend some time down there with my buddy. Love it. 
All right. Next question. This one is habits. Habits form the foundation of our life. So if you could point to one thing you do day in and day out that you feel contributes the most to your overall health, well-being, happiness, and success, what would that be? Uh, that's going to be mind and body. And it's, it's, some, it's something that I track every day. On my desk, I keep the, the compound effect by Darren Hardy. I keep his, that's, that's the weekly rhythm register. Um, another tool that Brots gave me, but it's basically just things that you identify in your life that are going to move the needle forward. And you're committing to doing them every day to become that 1% better. And so, I mean, the things that I track every day is what time I get out of bed, reading and exercise. I make sure I hit my 45 minutes down in the gym and, you know, I sweat, I cry, I do whatever I'm doing down there, but those things are non-negotiable no matter what's going on. Perfect reading exercise. And then you said, uh, um, the time you get out of bed. Yeah. It just, you know, things that you track will improve. So, yeah. I mean, if you, if you're, if you're, you know, if you got drunk the night before and you're, you know, you slept till 45, guess what? Uh, you're not getting off to the office till noon because you still got to work out the mind and body. So you just lost half your day just from one, you know, night of bad choices. Yep. And man, now I just, uh, I'm around in the corner on 35 here and my body just can't drink anymore. I like, I have one beer and the entire body just shuts down. It's ridiculous. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. Um, this one is for tools. Uh, I know you have, you use a lot of tools. I, I use a ton of software tools in my business. So, um, give us your best one. What is the number one tool software tool that you use that you feel is just killer? Bro, I'm going to take this direct. I'm going to take this question in a completely different way. And my tool is people. Um, I've learned that it's for me, like through my growth, through my development, it's all about capacity. What's the amount of, what's the amount of work that you can get done and how much more work can you do if you have 10 hands, you know? And so my biggest tool is other people. And as I've grown, I've realized that I only have a couple jobs, you know, in, in my company, it's, it's selling real estate because I still, still do dispo and it's developing my team. So like if, it, if it's, if it's, if it's revenue generating, I'm selling the real estate, I'm raising the capital, but if it's, if it's not that I'm developing my team, I'm trying to put them in between everything that is there because the better that they do, the better we all do. Love that people is, uh, and I don't want to call them tools, but they are the most important thing in, uh, in anybody's business for sure. Um, and that actually, you kind of touched on the very last question there. Oops. And I already lost my spot. So I'm going to skip that one. And we're going to move on to the question that most people have on their mind that are listening. I'm sure they want to reach out and figure out how they can also build a business like yours because you are crushing it out there in the Midwest. So what is the best way for somebody to reach out and say hi? Uh, let's see. You can find me on Instagram on Nathan's House of Love. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's just Nathan, Nathan Bibb, Nathan B-I-B-B. That'll get me on Facebook and Instagram. And that's, that's really all I do. I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm not new school. I don't do YouTube. I don't do TikTok and that stuff. But yeah, just Nathan Bid, man, find me. If you want to call me, uh, you can drop my number in the show notes or something or whatever you do. I'm fine with people calling me. It's always a good time. All right. Sounds good. Instagram. I will put that in the show notes. Nathan Bibb with two Bs. Um, if you all want to reach out, go ahead and click the little more in the description. It'll pull down the full description in there. You can find his Instagram um, or I'm sure you could just you can just search it because they're I'm sure there's not a lot of bibs out there. With two Bs. And that leads us to the very end. Um, Nathan, thanks a lot for hopping on. I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this. So, uh, so thanks for, for jumping on. Hey, had a good time. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. Other than that, hope you have a great week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 
Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses. When you download the ebook today, all we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. 
So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.